Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everyone, and Happy New Year. Welcome to the Holistic Health Hour with me, professional life strategies and holistic coach, Aleka Thorvalson. And this is a show all about change, transformation, and expanding our perception to really recognize and grasp that life isn't just happening to us but it is actually happening for us. And my passion is really understanding change and how change and transformation works. How do we recognize that in our life and utilize that energy to the best of our ability? I think in many ways our greatest gifts are often revealed by consciously moving through our greatest challenges. And thus, our greatest and brightest light is often found in the darkness, in the shadow of who we are, where we least expect it. So I am fascinated by this, the world of the unseen, as much as I am by the world of the seen. Really, I have a keen understanding or a need to understand, and then I'm always learning about the relationship between those two worlds, between energy, the potentiality, and form, how it takes shape. So I am so grateful that I get to do this work alongside my clients every day, supporting my clients in their own path of discovery and change and authenticity, and in myself as well, because I think one of my most important values is integrity and if I am going to do this work with others I need to really embody what that means in my own life so it is something that I really strive for to work the principles that I teach and really embody them and and live them myself I think that's really important and we're going to talk about some of that tonight we're going to talk about change and transformation and specifically what that means in relation to authenticity a big word to that end most of you know, if you've listened to my show or you or you work with me, that I often pick my topics based on specific themes that either I'm currently witnessing or experiencing in my own life and often themes that I'm seeing in my clients' lives. I also pick show topics based on requests from you all and questions from you all. So tonight's show is no different. It is going to be based on many questions I have had recently about what's happening around us. I have received many, many questions and um, comments about this very powerful current cycle of learning that we are all experiencing. And I'm certainly experiencing it myself or feeling some of the shift that's happening. I don't know if you are. You might be. I mean, I don't know if as soon as that new year happened, it seemed that there's been this subtle shift and almost like a an igniting energy, like I have this energy and I need a place to channel it, but I'm not quite sure where that is, but it feels like big things are either going to happen or now or soon, it's kind of this this energy of anticipation, but I'm not quite sure what that looks like. Maybe you feel it too. So whenever I feel that kind of thing, I often utilize one of the skills that, um, or tools that I use to understand these cycles, and that is astrology. So that's a little bit what we're going to be talking about. 
Before I get into that, though, I want to remind you that if you have show ideas, comments, questions, feedback, whatever, please contact me. Let me know. You can find me on my website, alekasky.com. That's A-L-E-K-A-S-K-Y.com. My website has a lot of information about what I do. It gives some great definitions about change and some helpful insights into transformation as well. So you can learn about what I do, what services I offer. You can also find all my archived podcasts there under the Holistic Health Hour button. I have quite a few now. You can also always access archived podcasts through Mind, Body, Spirit, You on Blog Talk Radio. We're all there, so you're welcome to do it that way as well. Additionally, I am offering some classes and groups starting in the new year. The Gap of Change group has already started, and it is exceeding my expectations. It is an awesome group, and there's so much happening just in the first couple weeks. So awesome stuff. I'm really looking forward to being able to do it again because it's just that good. I also have an online Basics of Astrology class starting soon. It's starting February 3rd. I know so many of you want to learn how to read your own charts and get some understanding about what astrology is and how to use it. So that's coming up February 3rd, and that's an online class. So no matter where you are, you can can sign up and take the class. It's going to be real interactive. I also have an all-day Basics of Astrology seminar happening in March. We're just going to do it all in one day, and that's an in-person class. So if you're in the Charleston area, you can certainly take that. So again, go to my website because that will tell you more details about those two events, those two classes that are happening, as well as just what I do, how to get in touch with me. You want to work with me one-on-one or just get a better understanding of some of the topics I talk about on the radio show, go to my website. All, All that good stuff is there. Okay, on that note, let's move on to tonight's show because I got much to say about it. And as I... I briefly stated just a bit ago that you all know that I utilize astrology as a way to really map the current energetic or learning cycles or themes that we are all kind of experiencing because I think that's what we're here for is to grow and to change and to to really come back to who we are. So that has really, that concept that idea of really mapping these energetic cycles has really inspired this show because I know we're all feeling it. It's the new year. There certainly has been a dynamic shift in energy. So for all my astrological people out there that actually study astrology or, or know um, a little bit about it I, or are interested in the sort of astro babble, the, the astrologies or the astro talk, Tonight, I'm going to be really referring to the current motion of Jupiter going retrograde in the sign of Leo. So Jupiter retro in Leo. And this is an important and powerful cycle. And as I said, you might already be kind of feeling the energy of it. Maybe some heaviness in the air, not being able to put 
your finger on what it is, but you feel like there's something up, well, this is where I go to look at the cosmic weather to figure out what is going on. Maybe you've been feeling like there's a shift. Maybe you've had tons of opportunities and lots of choices to make, a feeling of growth potential all around you. This is a little bit about what this energy sort of feels like. So my intent is, after today's podcast, you will have an even better understanding of just what this energy is and how to best use it in your own life. Maybe where some of the challenges are and where you can expect those challenges and then where is the potential for growth or change because we're all here to learn. We're all here to grow and expand into more of who we are meant to be. So it's really helpful to understand what the current themes of learning are so we can best utilize that energy to change. Okay, so Jupiter retrograde in Leo. What does that mean? Because this is, of course, a language of metaphor and symbols. Well, symbolically, Jupiter and the energy represents is igniting the Leo parts of our psyche. So we have Jupiter and Leo sort of coming together. What does that mean? Understanding what those two symbols mean gives us the archetypal framework for understanding what the energy is at play and how to best harness it. So Jupiter as I said, is retrograde, and that does change the flow of energy versus direct, where it seems like it's moving forward. It's retrograde. So what does that mean? Because it does change the energy of that particular symbol, and that's important to note before we start understanding what this all means. So astrologically speaking, retrograde motion is when a planet appears to be moving backwards rather than forwards which is what we call direct in astrology, that forward movement. Now, appears is the key word here because, of course, technically speaking, no planet moves backwards ever in their orbits around the sun. That's not how it works. So retrograde motion is an illusion that happens because the Earth is also orbiting the sun at different speeds than the other planets. And if you've ever seen a car overtake another car on the highway where they're kind of side by side and it appears that one car is getting is slowing down but when in reality the other car is simply going faster that's what I'm talking about that's a good example of retrograde motion of the planet so that's what retrograde is now symbolically what does it mean it means that it's a time of inward focus of this energy a time to slow down, a call to go deeply within ourselves for introspection, understanding, to go deeply into shadow parts of ourselves, maybe do some excavation about what this is about for us. So it's inner terrain, focus on the inner terrain. Um, And the shadow work arises so we can really trace back to the roots or the cause of whatever is showing up in our life in a challenging or dysfunctional way. Any limiting patterns that are arising, we want to go into the shadow so we can really shift those at the the root. So we, we need this. Planets, depending on the planet, 
of course, go retrograde and direct at different times. And I think that this is intentional symbolically because we really need this energy to ebb and to flow, this inward focus and then this outward expression. So we need this, sort of that yin and yang energy. And this is just an indication of that. We need that, though, that that cyclical um, inner, outer, you know, first going into the shadow, healing that, going out with expression. So this kind of like the inhale or the exhale, the ebb and the flow that happens in life. So what is the learning of this specific cycle? Let's just get into it. What is the teaching? Where is the focus? So Jupiter, which is symbolically the planet of the higher mind, of spirituality, of philosophy, our belief system, is really meeting the energy of Leo, which is creation, authentic expression, um, spontaneity, joy. Those are some aspects of, of, of Leo. And Jupiter is said to expand anything it touches. It's, it's the energy of expansion. So those areas of our life, creation, creativity, authenticity, and the way we express ourselves, spontaneity, joy, and how we claim abundance, all of those things are being expanded. And it often shows up in experiences, opportunities, and choices. So all of a sudden, it seems like things are expanding in our world. We have more choices. We have more experiences. We have more opportunities. Thus, because of this, we might find ourselves with many choices and opportunities and experiences that challenge us on a deep level. So what kinds of experiences, opportunities, and choices might be coming our way? Well, specifically ones that challenge us to really explore what authentic expression of ourselves looks like. So this cycle is all about authentic self-expression. And it's all about being asked through life circumstances to go deeply into any ways that we have edited our essential nature or our genuine self-expression. Where have we edited authenticity and chose conditioned acceptance? Well, I know we've all done it, right? Where have we played it safe rather than risked being who we were? Where have we based our worth on outside validation rather than honoring our innate creativity? So these are some of the questions that arise during this time. These are the places that we want to explore within us. Because we have all, all of us, have danced with the tension of being who we are, authentic, and being what others, society, culture, you know, parents, determined or expect we, quote-unquote, should be. We've all done this. We've all had to navigate that terrain of, can I be who I am, and what if I am, will that harm or hurt or will anything bad happen if I claim it? Some of us have had to edit or condition ourselves more than others. 
but we all have had to to some extent. So what that means is right now is a great time and it will show up through opportunities, experiences, and choices where we will get to reclaim these edited parts of ourselves. We can engage those questions and reflect on those questions so we can really look at where we are with those questions in relation to our own authenticity. Where have we chose freedom and where have we settled or fit in? Where have we done that in our lives and what has happened and are those themes showing up now? How are those themes showing up now? How are we still doing that? And some of these patterns are so deeply ingrained and subconscious that we may do this without knowing we're even doing it. So some awareness is certainly helpful to really proactively ask ourselves those questions. This is where the choice point shows up. Any fears or doubt or esteem shadow, shadow parts that have kept us from being who we really are come to the surface so we can transform them. We are really being called to go deeply into our story and identities and challenge any places that we have sold out or settled. So it's a good time to ask yourself and look at those questions in a very relevant way. Because right now, the energy and the call is to be seen seen for who you really are. Astrologically, the sign of Leo is symbolized by the sun. So where you are meant to shine and how you are meant to shine, shining in ways that you maybe haven't before. So you could be asked to or given a new opportunity to shine and to really harness that energy and allow yourself to either claim it if it's right for you or let it go if it isn't, but shine authentically nonetheless. So this energy is really inspiring and igniting that, ha- and it has the ability to spark really big changes in our lives. Um, it does so through that alchemy of highlighting where we have held ourselves back. Where are our stories or our blocks or our fears to shining? Isn't it interesting that we often don't feel comfortable shining, singing our praises? Where have we limited that? Where have we limited shining expression? Because we are quite literally being called to express ourselves, to shine the light of examination Um, on any of those shadow places within us where we can illuminate and find all the, the gifts that we have since or recently unclaimed thus far. Because as children, we often do that. We often edit out any parts of us that aren't, quote, unquote, acceptable. Right? So our greatest gifts are often the ones we have conditioned out of our own expression. So this is a great time to really dive into the shadow to find what was once lost. And we do this by asking where the basis of our insecurity lies. Where are the places that you, your fear leads you? Where does your doubt lead you? 
because that is where you're going to find much of what you can use to engage now in your life. There is a wounded child in all of us, a part of us that has had to filter our light, our shining in acceptable, quote-unquote, ways. We all have places we feel small and inadequate and responsible and afraid and shamed and just not enough or unworthy. And those are exactly the places we want to explore and undo and heal and integrate because they need to be heard and embraced and allowed allowed the wisdom that they need to give us and then integrated into our wholeness because we can't shine if we're disengaged and we're fractioned off in parts. It doesn't work. We can only shine when we are whole and that's what this is about. So where are you called to creatively be who you are? What turns you on? Where is your passion? This is a vital aspect of authentic expression, after all. Creativity. And Leo is about that. Creativity. Creativity is like a beacon in the lighthouse of authenticity. It is the way our light can shine. So where have you lost parts to that inner creative spark? Now is the time to reclaim that. So this can mean art and dance and drama and singing and painting and all those sort of stereotypical creative places and ways of expressing, but it doesn't have to be those because at the core, Creativity is just our uniqueness, our individuality. And we can express this no matter what we are doing. We can be working in a post office and shining our light creatively by being authentically who we are. Creativity is like form to the fire within. It is the way that fire is filtered and expressed. And it really is the alchemy of our essential selves. Creativity is spontaneous, and it is intuitive, and when done right, it is like pure presence. So what inspires you, really? What calls you? Because those callings are there for a reason. Those callings are coming from deep inside of you, from the fire that needs to be expressed from deep inside, the light that wants to shine. They are summoning parts of you that want to illuminate the world. So claiming creativity, re-engaging and reigniting creativity is a huge part of this cycle. And, of course, to own anything, we are going to be challenged. So we're going to be challenged in this area of creativity. We're going to be given choices, very likely. So on a journey of expressing authentic creativity, we are not given it, but opportunities to claim it by removing any blocks to it. So what this looks like is a feeling, a choice point, where we may have an old story where we feel like our creativity will be mocked or unaccepted or it's not worthy. We might be bouncing up against our our past fear. 
It also could be that our creative voice now might be stifled in some way, judged or censored or restricted or even shamed away. Why does this happen? So we can courageously assert against this suppression and really claim it for ourselves. We have to claim it. We have to own it. We have to get clear and understand it for ourselves and say, this is me. And often we do that by someone else saying, are you sure this is you? And we say, yes, it is me. We have that choice point. So the shadow of creativity emerges just as the shadow of authenticity and the shadows of any places that we've edited ourselves out shows up. Now, how it is showing up for you in your life certainly can vary. And to get a more specific understanding, feel free to contact me where I can look at your individual chart and just see how the energy at play is really going to be showing up for you in what area of your life. Tonight I'm speaking with some generality. And to show how that cycle kind of affects all of us, I want to offer a couple real-world examples about how the cycle is currently showing up for in, in the world, not just for each of us individually. And how about Sony and Korea, or the brutal attacks on the newspaper in Paris? So this is engaging all of us to really question and challenge what freedom of expression and creativity really means, and the shadow of that. What can happen? The shadow of conformity and individuality, consensus and dissension, intolerance and tolerance. So this cycle is forcing us to ask ourselves big and important questions regarding what we believe about these themes. Astrology is great because it's so interesting how when we understand one of these cycles, we can really see it showing up, not just in the microcosm of our own lives, but in the macrocosm of the world. So there's a real theme here of understanding what creativity, authenticity, expression, conformity, individuality, tolerance, and intolerance really looks like. So more questions for you. Where was or is your creativity being challenged? Is it so much a part of you now that you've, you've lost touch completely with the fire within, the fire of passion, the fire of inspiration and creativity? Where have you had to censor your originality and where do you still? Perhaps journaling on these questions or looking at your life circumstances that are arising through the, the lens that these questions offer. Because any lingering phoniness is going to be rooted out through experiences and circumstances in your life. Phoniness is just going to be like a glaring um, thorn in your side. And, and just so we know, shadow facades are born of necessity. Of course they are. We, we create identities because we need to be accepted. So it's important to bring in compassion here, I think, as always, that often we have to edit parts of ourselves out and maybe adopt certain aspects of ourselves that we could deem as inauthentic or phony because it's not necessarily safe to be who we are. 
we need acceptance. That's an important drive as a human being. And from an, from an early age, we learn what's acceptable and what's not. And that, of course, can vary, as I've said. Because it's not necessarily safe to rebel in a house of conformists. It's not necessarily safe to be a truth-sayer in a house of denial or safe to be intuitive in a house of reason, or empathic in the house of abuse. So we often learn to shy away from our own authenticity. We learn to shine any way we can, be anyone that is acceptable, change or edit ourselves, hustling for connection. We absorb the beliefs around us and then they become our own. And then we have to undo them so we can, we can find who we really are. And when those beliefs become our own, of course, they become not just our own in our head but our own in our world because those beliefs create our experience of reality and what shows up in our world. So beliefs are going to be one of the ways that we can really challenge this this phoniness or this facade or this inauthenticity that we may have adopted. Is that belief even mine? Whose belief is that? For more on that, listen to the Inner Critic show, by the way. Um, it's in the archive shows, one of the more popular shows, but definitely something where I go in depth into that concept. So there comes a time when we are probably sick and tired of having beliefs that aren't even ours or living a reality that is created by outdated beliefs that no longer or certainly maybe never have felt engaging or right for us. Maybe we are tired of shining, attempting to shine from the outside in rather than the inside out. Tired because we're disconnected from our fire, our passion, our inspiration, our purpose from within. So some more questions here to get you rolling with some self-examination. What are the identities that you have had to adopt or chose to adopt that stifle your illumination. Who are you? Where have you hustled for connection? Where have you had to hustle for connection or edit? Where have you sold out for survival sake? What are you hiding? Where have you overcompensated for an ingrained feeling of inadequacy? Where do you try to prove to everybody else that you are not that? Because within that moment, you are covering up an unclaimed or shadowed part of yourself. Are the beliefs that you have true? Or are they recordings from the past, like elevator music on repeat in your head, or just downloaded tapes that repeat, repeat? Because any false self, any phoniness, any mirage 
is being called out. These facades will feel stifling, outdated, boring, uncomfortable, unbearable. I just can't do this anymore. It's not authentically me. That's how a lot of people are feeling right now. I'm getting a lot of clients that are coming in saying, I'm so bored. I'm just so out of alignment with my passion. I'm just so done with feeling unworthy. Or I really need to shift these belief systems and this tape that keeps playing in my head. So you too may be experiencing this, but just know that you have a choice. And your life is showing you where these choices are. And then you get to challenge yourself to choose a new way. So you can really shed any blocks to authenticity and locate any shadowed beliefs keeping you stuck and do all that great inner child shadow work that help you move through it. I think I did a show on that too. Did a show on that. Um, That one was projection and integration perhaps. That might be helpful there. So it's not a, by the way, this energy is not innately dark or scary because we're talking about Jupiter here. It's intense. There's a there's an intenseness to the energy, but it's not Pluto. And for all you astrological people, you know what I'm saying there. Um, we're talking about Jupiter. These experiences that you may be having might actually look in form like positive ones. So things in your life could be showing up where, quote unquote, you've been gifted opportunity that you've always wanted. Yet that in and of itself is going to push you into new terrain. And therein lies the challenge and fear. For myself, all of a sudden, I've been asked to do interviews um, just out of the blue with, with people I've not met before. I'm leading these new groups. Um, I've gotten all of a sudden, I, like one day when I really was, I was actually writing this Jupiter, um, just writing some notes for this podcast tonight. I got 30 new likes on Facebook, and I have no idea why. I mean, interesting and cool. So being seen is showing up. Places and opportunities for me to speak, to teach in a way. And how do I do that with authenticity? And any kind of shadow doubt or insecurity that I have, that's going to come up, and I need to work through that. So this is giving me opportunities to claim my voice and be more authentically me. So very cool stuff. So it doesn't mean that it's necessarily going to show up in limitation and um, fear or really challenging circumstances in the way we typically think of them. But in sometimes Jupiter speaks, oftentimes Jupiter speaks in opportunities and ways to expand in a direction of joy or vision. So this is, this is an interesting and significant point to make, that I want you to look at not just what's, what's challenging in your life, but look at all the places that you are being asked to expand into your joy. We're going to talk about that more in a minute, because you're going to be allowed more opportunities to shine and be authentically you. So Jupiter is yes energy. Can you do that? Yes, says Jupiter. Risk it. Do it. You can't grow without change after all. So grasp onto those 
challenging places, those opportunities, and really evaluate, is this going to take me into a new direction and more in alignment to the place that I know I need to be and who I am, then yeah, do it. And it's going to ask you to risk. You may not know exactly how that's going to look. And that's part of the energy at play. So that job maybe you were offered that is asking you to take a pay cut at this moment, but and you don't know exactly how it's going to pan out, but you know it's right, it makes your heart sing, it is you, it's maybe a choice like that. Or that book that you have always had within you that you have wanted to write against maybe the advice of those around you that say, you're never going to make any money doing that. Write it, do it. That move that feels scary and big, but you know is right and it is who you are, make it. That class you need to take, that you've always been interested in, that thing that other people think is strange or weird or different, but it's you, take it, do it. At the core of course, authenticity and worthiness go hand in hand. So when you allow yourself the ability to be authentic, you say that you are worth it. This time is about knowing, and I mean it in your heart, not in your head, knowing that you are worthy. You are worthy. And it's time to undo any beliefs that tell you otherwise. And certainly, if you're being challenged in this way, you might feel unworthiness buttons being pushed. So what does that look like? Often when unworthiness buttons are being pushed, I often see issues of abundance. So money, um, body image stuff can show up, relationship stuff can come up, insecurities can come up, fun and flow and joy issues can emerge. So where are you stifling your worth, your abundance, your hope, your joy. Are you having fun in your life? Leo energy is about fun because that's how we express ourselves. That's a lightness, a way that we can illuminate the world is fun, real fun. The stuff that makes your heart feel alive and full and valued. One of my favorite things about astrology is it has a whole house that has a practice of engaging fun. It's so interesting how so many of my clients and myself, speaking personally, forget that life should be fun, the kind of fun that makes us feel alive. So you're probably going to be asked to expand your capacity for worth, for joy, for abundance, which is really scary It can feel awesome, right, because I'm in form. It looks great. Here's more money. Here's more job. Here's more opportunities. Here's more joy. But it can actually be quite scary. Mario Martinez, who's one of my favorite teachers, says that joy is one of the most dangerous emotions because it takes us way out of our comfort zone. And then we can fall easily into sabotaging patterns where we come right back to what we know. And I actually did a whole show on this um, that you may want to check out as well about expanding our capacity for joy. 
it, it really can trigger some deep shadow wounds. It takes quite a lot of conscious intent and practice to expand into our worthiness, our joy, our abundance. And I, I know if I know you know what I mean here because if you've ever been, have you ever had a moment of perfect joy? One of those moments where it just feels like, yes, everything's clicking. They don't last very long, um, at, at least in the beginning. We can work on them so they do, but they often are rather fleeting before the, the um, shame shitstorm or the backlash of the ego sort of nails us right back into get back into what you know, which isn't joy. You know, get back into worry or anxiety because that's more familiar. So it's it's sort of that... Um, the sabotage of it's too good to be true thinking. That's too good to be true. It won't last. I'm just waiting for the other shoe to drop, that kind of thing. And then we can easily fall into past sabotage behaviors that keep us in this comfort zone, even if that comfort zone is unworthiness or lack or anti-joy. But at least it's what we know. So really having to work on your joy is a huge part of this cycle. And really embrace and allow joy to take up space in your life and know that you are worth it. You're, you're here to have fun. You know, if you feel excitement or inspiration, that's a good thing. Utilize those energies because those are gifted to you right now as a way to engage to finding your worth and authenticity and engaging your joy. Joy is Hopefully you're experiencing more of it. I know in many ways I am. Joy is a practice, and it really does reflect worth and abundance. And really joy, worth, and abundance is your birthright. Fun is a vital discipline. So take time to claim it. Work on it. Embrace it. Allow it to take up space. If it's not fun, why are you doing it? And I'm not saying that obviously we don't go through our life going, hey, you know, we should just do fun things. And when I say fun, I do want to say this is the stuff that makes your heart sing. It's not the fun that kind of covers up our shadow or the fun that distracts us, quote unquote, with dealing what we need to. You know, that fun that I'm just, you know, I have a whole bunch of stuff that I need to deal with and a lot of work that's showing up and a lot of shadows. So I'm just going to go eat the cheesecake instead because that's fun. Or I'm going to go... Um, you know, drink some beer because that's fun. It's not necessarily the kind of fun I'm talking about. I'm talking about the fun that makes your heart sing. Fun is a discipline. Engage it. Claim it. Are you living life experiences that bring you joy and that are fun? Because if you're not, now would be a good time to to question that a bit, to challenge that a bit. And it may mean that you need to change what you're doing, and it may need that you need to change you in seeing what you're doing, your perspective about what you're doing. Okay. Want to know more? Want to go deeper? Want to understand how this is working in your life? Contact me. I do hope that gives you further understanding, perhaps, of this current cycle of change that's happening and maybe some frameworks, some questions, some ways to utilize this energy as best you can in your life to really harness it so you can use it to change. I know it was a rather general, um, as I said, understanding of it, but I do hope that you have applied that to your life and can see some areas to work on. Again, if you want more detailed understanding, just 
contact me, Aleka Sky. You can also, oh, I should mention this, sign up for the online Basics of Astrology class that's starting on February 3rd because we're going to be going deeper into this kind of stuff and specifically your own chart, understanding your your real contract and purpose. And perhaps understanding that will help you answer some questions about claiming your authenticity. So February 3rd, online class, it'll be really interactive and fun, another word that you can utilize um, that I talked a lot about tonight, where you can really learn the language of integrated astrology or the kind of astrology that I do. So no matter where you are in the country, in the world, or whatever skill level you have, you can participate in that class. February 3rd, contact me to sign up. Um, All in all, this is an exciting and exhilarating time to really profoundly reclaim lost parts of ourselves, creativity, worth, inspiration, joy, all the ways you were meant to shine. There is fire present to burn away what isn't working and really ignite new ways of being. So it's a perfect time to harness significant change in your life. So I urge you all to apply these teachings and engage it. Engage the energy and then tell me how it is. How is it working for you? What are you experiencing? How is this energy showing up for you? Contact me. I love it. So I want to leave you with one of my favorite quotes that is very relevant to this topic today. As I was writing this, taking a couple notes, about what I wanted to say for this podcast today. I noticed this quote because it's sitting on my desk and I thought, well, that's perfect. It is by the awesome Marianne Williamson. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that frightens us. We ask ourselves, Who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We are born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us. It's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Pretty perfect, right? As always, thank you for listening. Send me your comments, questions, feedback, show ideas, how this is working in your own life. Until the next time, shine on.